You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Jimmy B and TC right here on the Big Talker 1700. And we've got a dynamite show lined up for you today. Trent, but there is breaking news, Trent, that we have to get to immediately before we before we even get to the guest list because this is breaking news. This is really hot stuff. What Iowa do you got? State, Iowa State has found a 12th game that they can play against a powerhouse team. Oh, you're excited. So the Iowa State-Nebraska game, it's on. Is that what you're telling me, Jimmy B? Uh... No, I don't think it's quite that one. Okay, no, not did, yet. Did, did no. they get the waiver request to keep it in state? And the Drake Bulldogs will be making their way to Jack Trice? Yeah, I don't know. Even though that would be a lot of fun. Uh, no, that's not okay. it. It's bigger than that. Bigger big, than that. Bigger, bigger than that. I, yeah. Al- Alabama's coming to Jack Trice Stadium? I mean, I like it's bigger than that. Uh, look, at, you can only do so much with with, with Alabama. You, you know, they, they, they made the phone call, and Alabama's marching band was busy, so they're not going to make okay, it. Okay, all right. What do you got then for me, Jimmy B? It is a monster matchup. A monster matchup out of Texas, which, you know, if you're going to play a school out of Texas, mm-hmm. you know you're going to catch a big one, right? Yep. Incarnate Word. Incarnate Word out of San Antonio, Texas, Trent. Mark it down on your calendar. Incarnate Word, who plays in a 6,000-seat stadium named after Tom Benson, a football (laughs) program that has only been a football program for nine years, a football program at the FCS level that has had exactly one winning record in the Southland Conference. That Incarnate Word, Jimmy B., that's the one. Yes, that is the one. What a powerhouse game and a way to end your season on December 1st. Look, I can't wait. Look, Jim, I, I know we're going to joke, and this is going to be a running joke, I'm sure, for a very long time. It will be. But credit Jamie Pollard for finding a yeah. game. We've yes. seen the difficult circumstances that have been out there in teams that, frankly, don't want to play. I, I think anybody that is a football fan would have liked to see Iowa State, Nebraska, them get together, both their games are canceled, figure out a way to have that happen. At the end of the year, we talked about Kansas City. Ken brought up yesterday during the noon show, I thought a great idea of having that in Minneapolis that first weekend in December, playing it up at U.S. Bank Stadium. The Vikings aren't at home that weekend. Easy trip for Iowa State fans, easy trip, playing in a new building. I thought that would have been incredible in a controlled environment at U.S. Bank Stadium. Alas, here we are. The waiver to play Drake was denied. The waiver to be bull eligible at 5-6 and was denied. There weren't a whole lot of options out there, and it really doesn't matter. Be it Incarnate Word, South Dakota State, or anybody in between at the scholarship FCS level, it really doesn't matter, Jimmy B. All you're Mm -hmm. looking for is an opportunity to get the sixth victory. This is about as good as you're going to find, Jim. I can't kill Jamie Pollard for this one. I'm not beating him up either because he was pounding the bushes just trying to find a team that was available uh, that would come to Ames. Look, they they have now have canceled the Marshall-South Carolina game. 
So those schools will only play 11. And you can bet that those schools that are in the eye of the hurricane right now in the Carolinas and Virginia and possibly even Georgia that are now canceling games, Trent, they're going to struggle. They're going to struggle to find a 12th game if they can find a 12th game. And look, I... Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna joke about it, incarnate word. Okay, yeah, we get it, but it's you know at least he found something, and here's the one thing too is that you know ticket holders. Well, your ticket for South Dakota State is good for the incarnate word game. So look, I don't know if you're gonna go in December, uh, and it's eight degrees out and a foot of snow on the ground and the wind's blowing 30 miles an hour. I doubt that's going to be a, a game that you would attend. But the school has already banked the money, and so you have the option of going or not going. It's, it's that simple. And uh, with that, Jim, I mean, Iowa State fans in general are a hearty bunch. If anybody they are. would support yeah. a game like that, it is the Iowa State fans. They have watched uh, decades of bad football with a couple of blips in there and some good seasons, but they've watched a lot of good fo- bad football throughout the years. If anybody would support a game like this, it will be Iowa State fans. And certainly if they are 5-6 and six and you get a break and it's decent mm-hmm. weather and it's 45 degrees and, and not yeah. windy, yeah. they'll get a nice yeah. crowd on hand, a paid ticket aside, actual butts in the seats. I'm sure there'll be a decent amount of people there. The other side of that, though, Jim, is if this season heads south and they go into that game 4-7 and seven and no opportunity to get to a bowl game, Jim, I remember how bad it was at the end of 2002 when Iowa State collapsed down the stretch. They were ranked in the top 10, had that big win over Iowa. They went down to Norman, Oklahoma, ranked in the top 10 nationally, laid an egg, and the wheels completely fell off of that football team. Well, they played UConn at the end of the season. UConn, who was just becoming a program at the FBS level, just becoming a 1A program back then. Remember that. Don't even think they were fully scholarshiped at the time. It was the end of a disappointing season. They got beat by not a very good UConn team, and they were not a whole lot of people that were in the stands for that one. This is even a step further. This year, with all the expectations, and Jim, there's, there's always expectations with Iowa State football fans. You know them. Even when on paper they don't look like they're going to be very good, they think they're going to be pretty good. This one was different, though. This team on paper has as much talent as I can remember in a long time at Iowa State. But, you know, so many of those games on the schedule this year are toss-ups. There's so many games that can go either way. Can you put a guaranteed win, maybe outside of Akron, on anything else on the schedule? Is there anything else on there? Okay, Kansas, but it's still a road game. Yeah, There's two. But you look at the rest of the schedule. At TCU, certainly not an assured win. At Oklahoma State, no. not an assured no. win. West Virginia no. looks to be playing no. a little bit of defense to go along with Will Greer and that offense. They've had Texas' text number, but who knows? Baylor is getting better. Texas, K-State. Jim, there's no sure thing that this is going to be at minimum to get to bull eligibility. And if they are 4-7 and seven or worse, it's going to be a, a quiet crowd, I have a feeling, up at Jack Tr- Trice there the first Saturday in December. Uh, I'm with you on that. Uh, that's why I think it was so important for the athletic director, Jamie Pollard, to find a game. Because if they are right on the bubble at 5-6, and six, Trent, they need that game to qualify. Now, look, I'm sure that 
with what's taking place now with the games that were canceled and uh, in the first week, like Nebraska and Iowa State. And then now what's going to take place with the hurricane coming in uh, on the East Coast that's going to impact the Carolinas, Virginia, possibly Georgia. Uh, the NCAA will, when they get to the bowl situation, they may have to take a hard look at some teams that only played 11 games. They might have trouble uh, at 6-6 six and six teams uh, trying to find enough teams to fill out those 1,320 bowl games that they have scheduled coming uh, over Christmas. Oh, then they'll just do like they did with Nebraska and let five and seven teams in there. It'll be Yeah, fine. they will. Yeah, yeah. That's what they'll, yeah, that's what they'll have to do. Yeah, they have to take five and six teams uh, if, if that's the case. You're right. So from uh, the Iowa State perspective in the 12th game that has been scheduled, it is now Oklahoma coming up this week, Jimmy B. Listening to the press conferences from yesterday, do you expect Kyle Kemp to play? Because I'm struggling reading between the lines that, that yeah. we're going to see Kemp out there on Saturday. I Here's the one thing. Do you, if he is not close to 100%, do you even chance it with him playing? Right, right. Uh, it, you you have an okay. experienced I mean, backup in Zeb Nolan. Yes. You have yes. another guy in Real Mitchell that maybe he can do some different things and, and add things a package with, yeah. to. You, you have right. a couple of different options there. Look, Jim, I don't think it's going to matter. If if we see this Iowa State team play as poorly as we did on the offensive line, especially at the tackle position, as we saw a week mm-hmm. ago, I don't think it's going to matter. Oklahoma's better defensively, but all of a sudden people are trying to make them out to be the 85 Bears. I mean, let, let's slow down a little bit. This is a team <laughs> slow down. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. brutal defensively a year ago. Let's not go too far with our love of the Oklahoma defense. They always got dudes. They recruit at a high level. But that was yeah. not a good defense a year ago. I think uh, people are maybe going a little bit too far on how good this Oklahoma team is. But like we saw a year ago, Jimmy B, it wasn't one of those fluky 1917-169 kind of victories. They had to score 38 points a year to go, year ago to beat Oklahoma. I don't know they if did. they can do that, if they can do that with Zeb Dolan at the quarterback position and the offensive line where they are. But at the very least, you're going to have to score to beat Oklahoma, you're not winning this thing 6-4. I agree with you. And the difference, though, for Oklahoma, and they have lost their star running back to a uh, knee injury done for the year with an ACL, Anderson. I I just think that they're just loaded, though, Trent. I mean, a lot of people are saying that, and what you just pointed out, they're so much better defensively than they were last year. And people have a tendency to forget, since Iowa State won that game, that Baker Mayfield threw three, oh, threw for three, uh, 300 yards plus and three touchdowns in that game. And yet they ran up like, what, over 400 yards of offense? 500. 500 lost. yards. 500, 500 yards of offense, yeah, and, and lost. So, look, I, I can see this being a, a case in point where Iowa State's defense plays hard, plays tough, keeps Iowa State in the game the first half. But if you can't keep your offense on the field, then that defense is going to get worn down in the second half. And if that's the case, then I think Oklahoma finds a way to put the pedal down and and scores a couple late in the second half to pull away. Can see it. I can envision it. Now everybody and their mother, at least in the gambling world, Jimmy B, is jumping on the Sooners. It has been... A game that has been talked about a lot. Revenge has been an angle that people are yeah. playing in this one. 
I don't buy into that a whole lot from a year ago. I don't think that matters one lick once the ball is kicked off. But that aside, Jimmy B., Iowa State as poorly as they played offensively a week ago. I just think there's too much talent on this team, on that side of the football, for them to be that bad two weeks in a row. And, and Iowa's defensive line had a lot to say about that. It, it was the Hawkeyes' effort up front with Epinesha, Epinesa and Hesse on the edge and Nelson yep. and Lattimore and everybody out there playing a big, big role in why Iowa State looked that bad. And look, Oklahoma's defensive line is not nearly as good as what the Iowa Hawkeyes have this year. That being said, Jimmy B., I, I have a sneaking suspicion I'm going to be grabbing the points here, and I'd like to see that point spread continue to tick up. It had been going back the other way. I know there are plenty of sharps that are out there that have been playing Iowa State to this point, talking to some people in Vegas earlier this week. That is one thing that they mentioned to me. I think I'm going to jump aboard. I think Iowa State's going to have a big effort. Will it be good enough to win the game outright? I don't think so, but I do believe it is too many points. But we will get into our official predictions coming up on Friday. Jim, that is not all. Though uh, we have already started overlooking the UNI-Iowa matchup, there is a game. They, they will be playing there Saturday is. night, 6.30 on BTN yep. as we look forward to the Wisconsin game coming to town the week after for the Hawkeyes. You and I, uh, a team that had a bye week, an extra week to prepare for this one after the loss to Montana, but it just feels like not nearly as as much buzz as I'm used to hearing from the Panther fans. Seems like a little bit tepid going up against this Hawkeye D. Well, I think there's a couple of reasons for that. One, the showing that they gave in Montana. Remember, Trent, Montana was in front in that game 26 to nothing 26 to nothing and they were owning uni at that time they made a quarterback change in the second half and that was good for the offense because it brought them back and made the game very competitive in the second half but after watching what iowa's defense can do i'm not sold on iowa's offense yet not not even close but I am certainly sold on what they can do defensively. And I know that UNI has got a few playmakers, although we still don't know who's going to be the quarterback, but officially be the quarterback. But I, I just think Iowa's defense will do what they did against Northern Illinois. They will stifle the offense of UNI. May not score a lot of points in the first half, but... They'll have the lead, and you and I will be competitive in the first half. And then in the second half, Iowa's defense will take over, will create enough turnovers, or have you and I in such bad field position that something terribly goes wrong, and then Iowa finds a way to put uh, points on the board, and they, end the, and they win the game going away. That's the way I envision it, because I think their defense right now is for real, and they are legit. No doubt about that. We're going to get into the Hawkeyes next. Joining us from HawkeyeNation.com, Rob Howe will be our next guest. He'll kick off the show coming up here in about five minutes. we got Derek Duke stopping in. More on the Big 12, the impact, NC State, West Virginia. That game has been moved, postponed, maybe canceled. They're trying to figure out things as the aforementioned hurricane bearing down on the eastern seaboard. We'll get into that more with Derek Duke on the Big 12 from Heartland College Sports. Five o'clock hour. We got a lot more with Ryan Van Bibber. We'll take a look around the National Football League. With you until six o'clock, we take the time out. Back with more in a moment. It's Jimmy B and TC. 
Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on The Big Talker, 1700 KVGG. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place in downtown Des Moines. Ladies, don't miss our Friday night kickoff dinner, Women in Whiskey, featuring a five-course dinner, whiskey pairings, and great entertainment. Women in Whiskey proudly benefits our amazing sponsor, Susan G. Komen. Tickets on sale now at dsmwhiskeyfest.com. This report sponsored by Staples. Staples offers bold color printing to help your business stand out. Now get 20% back in rewards on your color printing. In-store only. Offer ends 11, 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See stores staples.com slash 20 back for details. Print more color. Attract more customers. Save more money. Staples. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Hello, everybody. I'm Charles Eston. And when my daughter Addie was diagnosed with leukemia, it was the darkest day of our lives. But the Leukemia Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings light to that darkness. Light the Night walks are magical events of hope and illumination where thousands of patients, family, friends, and co-workers come together to raise money for the battle against blood cancers. My Addie is a survivor. Won't you join my grateful family and so many others in bringing light to the darkness of cancer at a Light the Night walk near you? Please visit LightTheNight.org. The Light the Night Walk is Sunday, September the 30th at Principal Park. Registration starts at 5.30. The walk begins at 7.30. For more information, go to LLS.org backslash Iowa. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. 
Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. everybody welcome back we roll all the way till six o'clock right here on the big talker 1700 it's always good when we get a chance to catch up with rob Howe. he's joining us right now here on the big talker uh rob look this is uh kind of a and i i hate the term trap game because people try to use that uh because they're playing a, an fcs opponent in uni and then everybody's so excited about the night game coming up at Wisconsin. But I don't anticipate Iowa, particularly with that defense, uh, just sort of going out and going through the motions. I, it, it, to me, I think they're going to show up and, and put a beat down on UNI. Yeah, I kind of see it the same way, Jim. Um, and talking to some of the players the other day, um, I think they didn't come out and say it outright, but I think – their kind of Jekyll and Hyde persona from a, from last season where they would have, you know, a good game and then come back and lay an egg and then play well again. Um, that is kind of something that I think they've focused on during this offseason in trying to play consistently well week to week. Now, it's easier to say that than to go out and do it. And I know I'm not a big fan of the term trap game either, um, but this is a trap game, um, just because they're coming off an emotional win against you know their you know FBS rival in Iowa State, and then you know a game that's just critical next week in the Big Ten West race against Wisconsin. So they can't overlook this game. That said, even if they overlook it, it's hard for me to figure out how you and I is going to score enough points to win on this Iowa defense. Yeah, it kind of continues in that route, Rob, as you go through and you look at what Iowa's defense was able to do, shutting down David Montgomery, what they did, completely negating anything Northern Illinois tried the week before, now an FCS team in, in you and I in this next matchup. Are we, are we starting to develop the conversation of this becoming one of the elite defenses of the Kirk Ferentz era? Yeah, we're on our way there without a question, Trent. And, you know, I... I think a lot of people last week talked about, you know, how Iowa was going to be able to contain David Montgomery and then Iowa State's passing game led by Akeem Butler, and they were able to do both. And 
it all starts up front. Another cliche like trap game, but Iowa is dominant in the front four. And when we say front four, we're talking front six to eight because they have depth at that position too. And there's not a huge drop off, especially when you bring in the co-defensive player of the week in the Big Ten, AJ Evanessa, off the bench. It's just a really deep, talented group. And when you're that good up front, it allows you to do a lot of things behind them. And the young linebackers, inexperienced linebackers, have played well. They've done what they've needed to do. But they've been kept really clean by this defensive line. And then on the back end, the younger corners or inexperienced corners, they don't have to stay in coverage as long when the front four is harassing the quarterback like they've done to this point. So it really has the makings of, of a special defense. Um, I think we'll get a, obviously get a, a lot better indication of if that's the case uh, in week four against Jonathan Taylor and company at Wisconsin. You know, it's one of those things where you sit back and take it all in and realize the magnitude of that Wisconsin game and just knowing uh, what is available for the Iowa Hawkeyes to knock off a top-five team in the country. And then pretty much they do that. They would solidify a place in the top 25, no question about that. And... And, and their resume then is such with only the road game at Penn State, they're going to be favored in every game with the exception of Penn State. you concur with that, Rob? Yeah, I would completely agree, Jim. And I'm interested to see what that line's going to be next week for Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin plays host to BYU this week. So, yes. um, you know, I would expect them to, to win that handily as well. Um, so I would think... They're, they're going to be favored coming in here next week, but I don't think the line's going to be completely out of whack, um, especially with Kinnick Stadium at night. Vegas knows to take that into consideration at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you start off the Big Ten with, you know, potentially the biggest game of your season in the Big Ten opener. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more. Things look like, you know, they look like they're prepared to take that task on defensively. Now we have to see if offensively uh, they're going to get to the point where they can figure out Wisconsin's defense, which, let's face it, they just haven't done in recent years, um, and they don't look like they're ready to do that at this point. Well, we'll see what we get this weekend against you and I, and then the jury will be out when they, they play Wisconsin if they're able to put things together on that side of the ball. Rob, I'm trying to piece together a, a bit of a theory. As we look at the continued struggles for Nate Stanley going back even the end of last season after that big victory against Ohio State. The numbers, frankly, have not been very good. We see the accuracy issues that are there, missing on some very simple, easy throws that basically any college quarterback shouldn't have a problem with. We see Iowa quarterbacks uh, go through maybe a bit of regression, at least in terms of wins and losses. We've seen guys that certainly have put up better numbers as their career has gone on, but there are times where pocket presence doesn't seem to be as good. Could it be that as these guys get older and more experienced, maybe the Iowa coaching staff and whoever is running the offense just puts too much on their plate of what they're trying to do instead of keeping it simple like we see earlier in these guys' careers? Yeah, I think there's potential for that, but I think some of it goes on the backs of the players as well, Trent. And Nate kind of said that yesterday that he's, 
you know, and Kirk said it at, at, in, during his portion of the press conference that Nate is pressing and trying to be too perfect and trying to aim the ball. Um, mechanical things, footwork, things you would think he would get better at, he hasn't gotten better at, at least through two games. And that's concerning, but the coaches can only coach that so much. The players have to be able to go out and do that, too. Um, he, you can't convince me that he hasn't been taught and, he, and he's talked about working on footwork a lot this off season. I don't know if it's just in his head and he can't work it out, um, but it just seems like right now he's not in a, a, a mental spot to be able to go through his progressions, work on things, and be mechanically sound. Um, just too many things that aren't working right now, and it's not all on him. I mean, we've seen the drop passes. I think there are some trouble. There's some, there's some issues with route trees and spacing in routes and things like that. Um, but it, there's a lot of pieces right now that just aren't working with this offense. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't undervalue the loss of uh, Kelly Martin, too. I think he's their most dynamic running back. And I think we saw last week maybe some runs that he would have broken off a little bit more. The other two backs don't have that same explosiveness. Rob Howell is our guest. We're talking to him here on the Big Talker 1700. Okay, so we, I, I, can't get, I can't wrap my arms around the offense yet. I can't wrap my arms around Nate Stanley yet. What have you seen that makes you feel the same way, and how does it get better with him? I just think, you know, it's kind of, uh, we'll go out to the, down the cliche road again, but it's repetitions and being able to well, – offense is so much about rhythm um, and getting in a flow. And we saw that last year against Ohio State. Uh, we saw it at Iowa State last year where they were able to get into a rhythm and a flow. Um, you almost feel like they've got to start one game, and, and this would be a good week to start it against an opponent that's not to their level. Start fast. Get some throws out early. Um, kind of like that first week with the deep ball to Fant, that Fant dropped. You wonder if that play is made, if that changes things up. Because the potential's there. We saw the deep ball to Amir Smith-Marset was a beautifully thrown ball. The one to Brandon Smith was beautifully thrown. They looked like they were on the same page on those plays. They're just not on the same page enough. And that's something they have to work through. It's, to me, it's repetitions and just getting more comfortable in practice and then moving that out onto the playing field on Saturdays. Rob, uh, you go through and you look at it, and uh, I laid this out on Monday, already looking past you and I. It feels like it's a one-game schedule. If Iowa beats Wisconsin, they're playing in Indianapolis. They might lose a game. They might lose two, but I don't see the Badgers running the table after a loss to Iowa, either with the schedule that they have in front of them. I know it's incredibly simplistic, but is it as simple as that for you? What happens a week from Saturday night in Kinnick Stadium really decides uh, what it's going to be for Iowa the rest of the year? No. <laughs> for me, I just think too many goofy things happen in college football. Just uh, we, uh, we can just look back to last year alone when we saw Ohio State and then what they did the next two weeks against Wisconsin and then at home just laid an egg at home against Purdue and then go and beat you know, a lame duck Nebraska team the week after that. It's just... Like we talked about earlier, I've got to see consistency from this team, and, and particularly on offense. Is this offense going to be – because there, there's going to be times, you know, especially on the road where you're playing, whether it be – and I don't think Minnesota's 
a world beater. I don't think Purdue and Indiana are world beaters, but they're road games. You have to have, make some plays on offense. You can't just totally rely on your defense uh, throughout the entire season. They're going to have games where other teams come up with good game plans and you know have some success on offense. So, I I mean, if we're, we could look at it simplistically and just say whoever wins the Wisconsin Iowa game is going to win the Big Ten West, and it may turn out to be that way, but. I've seen too many crazy things happen in my years covering uh, this team to, to go down that road yet. They've got to uh, they've got to show me they can be consistent week in and week out, which they weren't last year. You know, Rob, the fan base should be giddy and rightfully so. Uh, and it's interesting that they have sold out these first four like that, and good for them. But in the stadium, do you do you? Are you catching a different vibe in the stadium just because of what they did with the north end zone? Is it a different feel than what it was in the past? Yeah, Jim, I didn't notice it the first week against Northern Illinois. Um, mm-hmm. But this past week, you could tell it's a lot louder. Um, it, it feels, you know, when you're down on that end particularly, it's really loud. It's like moving your you can feel it through your your body type of loud uh volume so i'm really interested to see what it's going to be like uh next saturday night at 7 30 i can't imagine it's going to be it, it's got to probably rival some of the best environments if not the best environment that we've seen in the stadium in quite some time so um i think it is a mark you know i think it is an advantage for iowa I, it's i didn't think it would be possible because Civic Stadium to me, and I've been to all the Big Ten stadiums and other stadiums outside of the Big Ten, it's always been one of the better environments in my mind, Um, and I think it just got better with the reconstruction of that north end zone. Rob, finally, a little basketball talk as uh, recruiting, a big recruiting weekend as Patrick McCaffrey was there, Joe Toussaint, who commits to the Hawkeyes. He was there, Xavier Foster, and uh, Big Davis from Indiana. Tell us about the newest Hawkeye point guard commit in Tucson, a New York City kid, and the other kids that were there on visits. Yeah, Joe Tucson, um, they had offered three point guards. Um, He was one of them, and he was the first one that they had on an official visit, and I think, I'm not sure you could get them to admit this, the coaching staff, but I think they, they were going to bring them in in order of preference, and he was the first one in, and he took the scholarship, and uh I think he's a, I, I think he's kind of what they what they're missing a quick point guard true point guard uh, can play on the ball defense he's not the biggest kid in the world they lift him at six foot I saw him on the sidelines I'd say he's probably under that five ten five eleven um, so he gets it done with speed and toughness and uh, you know playing on New York City playgrounds growing up I'm sure he's got that toughness about him so it's a nice addition um, especially this late in the process uh, they swung and missed on some of their other point guard prospects, D.J. Carton being the most, most notable. Um, so Joe comes in and he, he fills that role, and now uh, we'll see what they can do with the rest of this class. Trace uh, Jackson Davis, the son of uh, former Indiana Pacer Dale Davis, um, had Iowa as one of his official visits. And uh, by all accounts, he liked it. I, just, I, I think that one's going to be a tough one to pull, Trent. Um, Indiana and Michigan State are really heavily involved there. Um, him being an Indiana, Indianapolis area kid, um, I, I would probably favor Indiana, and then you never count Izzo out. And then Xavier Foster, you know, he has two years of high school left, so 
I, when I talked to him on Sunday, I didn't get the sense that he's anywhere near making a decision, um, and he'll probably go, you know, to to Allen Fieldhouse this year. He has a Kansas offer. This competition's really tough. I think he's I think he's got an official visit set with Iowa State maybe next week. So Iowa State's also involved with him, but I don't see him making a decision anytime soon here. So um, we'll see how the rest of this 2019 class. Takes out, you know, they they had Keon Brooks in, uh, Trace Jackson Davison, so they're involved with some really high level prospects in this class. We'll just we'll have to see if Frank can close on any of them. Good stuff, hey Rob. As always, thanks for the time. We'll do it again soon. Right on, thanks guys. Rob Howe, HawkeyeNation.com. Quick timeout. We go from the Hawkeyes of the Big Ten to the Big 12 next. We're talking Cyclones and the Big 12 with Derek Duke from Heartland College Sports. As we roll through on a Wednesday, it's Jimmy B and TC. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Our forecast for this evening, mainly clear and pleasant. Low temperature near 62 by morning. Increasing clouds by Thursday afternoon, still warm and dry with a high near 83. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist. Brad Edwards. This report sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is simple so you can understand the details and be sure you're getting the right mortgage. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Visit rocketmortgage.com today. Licensed in all 50 states, equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your cars broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Herbdale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Herbdale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Herbdale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. <laughs> Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale. And online at Sinorama.com/ia-urbandale. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. 
Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Real Sports Talk for Real Sports Fans. It's Jimmy V and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, welcome back. Time to get into the Big 12 coming up this weekend couple of big ones, TCU, Ohio State, certainly at the forefront of that down in Texas. And our next guest, well, he is in Texas from Heartland College Sports. Derek Duke joins us here today. Derek, what's happening? Hey, nothing much. Uh, just <laughs> a busy weekend of football and uh, definitely a great slate of games heading into week three. And, you know, really excited to, to, get, to get these games going and just a lot of great football on this weekend, and just looking forward to it. Well, you're going to be able to help us out because the big story here uh, locally is Iowa State has found their 12th game after the cancellation of the opening game against South Dakota State. They will be welcoming in December 1st, albeit if Iowa State's not in the Big 12 title game, they will welcome in Incarnate Word from right near neck of the woods. So, so fill us in. What, what should we know about the Cardinals? Well, the Cardinals are—they're from the Southland Conference, a very small, small conference. Uh, very, you know, not a very high competition level. They're actually coached by Eric Morris, who was actually the former Texas Tech offensive coordinator for the last few seasons. Oh. Uh, he awesome. took over the program uh, just recently last year, and right now, currently, they're they're sitting at zero and two. They played North Texas and New Mexico. 
Uh, didn't do so great. Um, kind of a rebuild over there with Eric Morris, so I wouldn't expect too much of a, a competition between Iowa State and Incarnate Word if that were to happen. You know, it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, look, we, we gave Jamie Pollard, the athletic director at Iowa State, uh, props just for finding a team. Because with what the hurricane is now doing in the Carolinas uh, and Virginia and even maybe parts of Georgia, uh, there's going to be a lot of schools that are only going to play 11 games or they're going to be doing the same thing that Iowa State did, and that's trying to fish for an opponent uh, who's available at the, uh, at the end of the season. Yeah, for sure. I know uh, West Virginia and obviously North Carolina State got canceled as far as the Big 12 goes, and they're also, you know, with other ACC teams, uh, you know, a lot of trouble trying to get these games games in. Are they going to be played earlier? I highly doubt it. So a lot of these teams are going to be left scrambling to find opponents, and, you know, it gets kind of tricky once you try to match up with different, every you know, all these teams have different bye weeks and so on. So, it is very, very hard, and I'm sure the athletic directors are really trying to work their tails off on their end to, to try to get to 12 games, and if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But my thing is, you know, at the end of the day, if you do what you're supposed to do, even through 11 games, you're undefeated, one loss, whatever it may be, you still have a chance to make your case uh, to the College Football Playoff Committee, in my opinion. Iowa State this weekend welcomes in Oklahoma. They're off to a strong 2-0 and start. Now, people are talking about Florida Atlantic and Lane Kiffin coming in. Maybe they could give the Sooners a tussle. That obviously wasn't the case. UCLA, well, in name only, was a big opponent in week number two. The Sooners look better defensively. Is that more a product of who they played, or do you think they're making big strides over on the defensive side of the ball? I think they're making some strides on the defensive side of the ball. And, and you know, we talked about FAU and UCLA. UCLA, obviously, in a rebuilding year with Chip Kelly. There's no doubt about that. They do have some talent there. But, you know, the FAU win that Oklahoma in that opening weekend, they were just incredible that weekend, I thought. Defensively, they really improved. They stopped in the run. They have some talent there. Some of that, it's some young talent, but it's finally developing there. Uh, Kenneth Murray, Neville Gallimore, on the, you know, with the defensive line. It just looks better all around from every phase, from the secondary to the linebackers to the defensive line. They look like a much improved unit. Obviously, is it going to be you know dominant? You know, I highly doubt it. So they are improving. They are making the strides that I would want to want to see heading into you know the meat of the schedule in Big Twelve play. So it's really it's really been refreshing to see uh, with Mike Stoops. Obviously, he's been under a lot of scrutiny. A lot of Oklahoma fans aren't happy with him, but you have to have liked what you've seen so far from the Sooners defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, take me then to the premier game, and that will be number 15 and number 4, Ohio State. Um, it's difficult to judge what Ohio State really has with the competition level uh, that they have played. What does TCU have, and do you give them a shot, just like when Oklahoma went in with Baker Mayfield last year and, and beat Ohio State? Yeah, so it's going to be a little different this time around uh, for a Big 12 versus Ohio State, a Big 12 team versus Ohio State. So obviously last year Oklahoma had Baker Mayfield defensively. They played great in that Ohio State game. That was probably the best game that they played defensively uh, last season against Ohio State because we never saw that same defense for Oklahoma show up for the rest of the year. But as far as here in the now, um, TCU, I really like what they have defensively. Uh, Ben Banigou, they have a great defensive line up front. They know how to get pressure on opposing quarterbacks. Still figuring out some things in the secondary, but like I said, Ben Banigou, Ty Summers, they've got players on that defense. And when you're coached by Gary Patterson, 
I would not expect to be defense an issue as long as he's roaming those sidelines. But for me, TCU has some very, very serious question marks offensively. Uh, last week they played SMU. There was a, you know, a lightning delay, I believe, so the game started a little mm-hmm. bit later. But it is a rival game for the Iron Skillet. Uh, they had really they struggled right out the gate. I believe they were down 9-0 to start the ball game. Uh, didn't score an offensive touchdown, I believe, to like the third quarter or something like that. So they really have to get going up front. Their offensive line still a big question mark. They do have Darius Anderson at running back. But the biggest key for me is, is going to be Sean Robinson, the starting quarterback at TCU. Uh, he looked great in week one against Southern, but this past week in week two against, against SMU, he did not look so, look so great. I think he has some serious accuracy issues that he needs to work out, especially you know with the arm. He can run now. He's an athletic guy. He's a big guy. I think he can run the football fine, but his accuracy is going to be a big key going in this game, his ability to throw the football. So we get USC-Texas, and we saw this game a year ago out in Los Angeles this year in Texas for Game 2. It's a, a matchup that's better in name than actual product, probably product on the field, but what would a victory here for Texas over USC mean for Tom Herman and that program going forward? I think it would be a huge win for Tom, Tom Herman. Uh, Texas really needs, uh, needs to stockpile these wins early uh, heading into Big 12 play and really get some, more importantly, get some confidence and momentum going, especially they did beat, you know, after the loss to Maryland, and then they kind of barely just squeaked by Tulsa last week at home, and I'm sure many of the fans weren't happy. So it would be a huge confidence boost for that football team. I think right now Texas has a serious issue of playing up and down to their level of competition. So they look great one week, they look bad the other next week. So it's just so up and down and sporadic with that program. A win against USC would help create maybe a little bit of stability before heading into conference play. But as far as the expectations, I, I would just we just need to see it on the field. Uh, defensively, I think they're okay, but uh, offensively, they're still working on things through Sam Ellinger, trying to get the running game going, trying to find out who their running back is going to be. Is it going to be Trey Watson? Is it going to be Keontae Ingram, Daniel Young? They're still kind of trying to figure out who's going to be running the football for them. Uh, but most importantly, we still need to see quarterback Sam Ellinger progress. But as far as USC goes, they have plenty of question marks themselves, especially defensively. They have a hard time stopping the run. I believe they're giving up over 200 yards on the game on the ground. Uh, quarterback JT Daniels, uh, he hasn't been that great so far. So USC and Texas both have plenty of problems themselves. Oh, you're not kidding. They, they do. Um, what do you think about the latest uh, information? It's got nothing to do on the football field. But I was just curious, since you're based in Texas, the reaction to Texas A&M surpassing Texas as the top school money earner. I'm just curious uh, how that played in the uh, Lone Star State. I don't think it's all that surprising down here, to be honest with you. If you look at the enrollment numbers, Texas A&M, I believe, is growing at a ridiculous rate. I believe they have over 31-plus thousand students there on campus now. Uh, that school, the enrollment has been just getting bigger and bigger and bigger every season, every year at A&M. It seems like I had a couple, you know, I had a couple friends go there, and every year it just got bigger and bigger. So I wouldn't say it's shocking, and I know people people down in College Station and, you know, alumni, boosters, they desperately, desperately want this to work out. And, you know, a lot of times, there's a lot of times down here in Texas where there are a lot of big, big-name people willing to pay however much they need, write as big as the check they need, to make sure that their football program succeeds. So it doesn't surprise me with the donations. Obviously, we've seen it before with the Johnny Manziel era. He really kind of sparked that program up. 
uh, and sparked really Kevin Sumlin's coaching career up a lot too as well. And I believe uh, back in the 2012, 2013, back when Johnny was there, they took in the most donations I think they ever received. It was $500 million plus. Obviously, they were all able to renovate Kyle Field and do all that. So I definitely, definitely think it, it's big. It's great to have money uh, you know, in the program, invested in the program. But you know, at some point in time, much like Texas, you just need to see it on the football field mm-hmm. consistently. Derek Duke, Heartland College Sports. Derek, out of time for today. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk again soon. I absolutely appreciate you guys having me on the show. That's Derek Duke joining us. A look around the Big 12 as we get the time out. 5 o'clock hour right around the corner. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies. For wins, for big games, for titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors, uh, these colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. See who's at your door from anywhere on your phone, even after dark, with Maximus Security Lights. Talk live with them. Get HD video of all activity that you can watch, download, and share. Keep your family safe and home secure with Maximus Security Lights at Costco. You hear that? It's four quarters. Left in a pair of cargo shorts, now clinking around in the dryer. But it's also the sound of a whole dollar of deliciousness. Because a McDonald's one, two, three dollar menu, that's the price of a crispy tender McChicken sandwich or any size refreshing sweet tea or soft drink. Nice, right? So grab that change. 
Wow, those are hot. Find more $1 favorites on the $1, 2 $3 menu at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Tax extra. Attention, drivers with Class A CDL. Are you looking for a solid career that offers great benefits with the time at home you desire? How about earning $70,000 a year plus starting from year one? If this sounds good, come join our growing team at ADM. We offer a complete benefits package including 401k, health, life, dental, and vision. And we even offer a pension plan. With ADM, you'll get paid vacation, personal days, and holidays. Oh, and don't forget, $70,000 a year to start. Drivers must possess a Class A CDL with hazmat tanker and passport, or be able to obtain a passport within the first 60 days of employment. Don't wait. Call ADM today at 515-265-8437. That's 515-265-8437 or visit us at adm.com forward slash careers. ADM requires successful completion of a pre-employment drug screening and background check. ADM is an equal opportunity employer for minorities, females, protected veterans, and individuals with a disability. I'm so happy. Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only, for the people, credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and pause it and drive home a nicer newer car today for just 10 bucks down i'm throwing a hail mary to make my month and i need your help trade in your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down this is for a limited time so get in here and score before the clock runs out i'm joe clemens and i'm your dealer for the people come see us at capital city motor company in des moines on east university one block off i-235 on the state fair side call 265-1467 or online at approved by joe.com approved by joe.com www.com